1: What is up, everyone? Welcome to Denny Geek Presents Marvel Standom Special Edition. Get ready for one of my favorite interviews of the last few months as I speak with Cody Ziegler. You might know Cody's name as one of the writers on the She-Hulk TV series, but what you should really know Cody's name for is his work on recent Spider-Man titles and especially the upcoming Miles Morales Spider-Man series, which hits on December 7th. Now, we do talk about what Cody has in store for Miles in this interview, but I've got to confess, we spend a ton of time talking about his truly kick-ass Spider-Punk miniseries, which is honestly one of the most delightful books to come out of Marvel in recent memory. It's one of my favorite books of the year. Look, it was a little easier to talk about Spider-Punk because uh, at the time we did the interview, I had read Spider-Punk and had not yet read the first issue of his Miles Morales, so... Uh, You know, we did the interview back in October. What do you want from me? This was such a fun interview, though. I hope you folks enjoy it as much as I did. And hopefully Cody had a good time, too. So let's get to it. I never read any of the Spider-Verse stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not usually the flavor of Spidey that I go for. But there was no way I was passing up this book because Mm -hmm. it just looks so amazing. Oh, don't thank you. I love the concept of it. For folks who might be a little intimidated by the fact that there's some backstory there before this miniseries, yeah, what would you say to them?
0: I came in with that in mind because there is a lot of backstory. Like, there's a whole multiversal event that goes up to it, and like there are some like you know shorts and one shots peppered through. Um, but really, like, I make only, like, very light references to any of those things. And, like, we have, like, the fun, like, editor notes being, like, see this issue or this thing happened, which made it, I think, hopefully made it a lot easier for people to get into because there's just all, so much lore that you have to get into to, like, understand how we get to, like, a punkified Spider-Punk version. But, uh, yeah, we kept it pretty light. But, like, if you want to check any of them out, Jed McKay had a really, really dope 10-pager um, that sort of set up, like, how the big bad became the big bad. So, like, that's the only one you really have to read. But uh, we kept it light intentionally as far as, like, the backstory goes.
1: That's just what I need is more Jed Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's like oh there's another jed mckay you, marvel re- wrote another I fantastic read? thing i have to read oh well. okay, i'll do it yeah oh well <laughs> <laughs> they you know what they should do when they when when the collected edition comes out they should just put all the hobie stuff yeah like as back matter or something for it Right. yeah yeah. Like,
0: yeah i mean there's also so much like uh the artist justin mason had so much cool like design stuff that we went to before we finally landed on like final designs like i would love for them to see like how we got to like Riri, how he got to, like, Miss Marvel, especially how he got to, like, Taskmaster and stuff. And, like, he did this really cool um, six-page spread, like, the last issue. Like, I would love for them to see, like, his layouts, like, the final version. Like, getting that email and feeling like, like, I kept scrolling, like, when's it going to end? Like, this is such a long splash page. What's going on? Like, I really hope all that gets collected into, like, a trade paperback and people will be able to enjoy that
1: justin mason's already so good he's so and it's good.
0: crazy that, that was like his first marvel book too like, really yeah that was i think that was his first he'd done some stuff for like dc but like this is like his first proper like long form marvel book. so i really hope that uh anyone watching and marvel will keep booking him from stuff because he's fantastic
1: you know i mean the writing's okay yeah the writing the you don't come for the writing the you stay okay, for the art okay. yeah yeah but, no but like that whole the, the thing that really drew me to spider-punk because again I don't gravitate towards the Spider-Verse area of the Spider-Man mythos that Mm -hmm. much, but it was such an appealing package, you know, from the concept of the obvious love and knowledge of the scene (laughs) that you brought to it, but then, you know, Justin's art and the colors and the lettering style and all these other things Mm -hmm. were just so... I don't know. It it just has a different feel than your usual Marvel books each month. Mm. It's kind of irresistible.
0: Well, thank you. I mean, look, uh, the team truly was fantastic. Like um Jim the colorist, Travis the letterer, um Justin obviously killing the art. Like it was the most fun we, we had this recording thing in emails we get emailed like this is the most fun I've had writing a project, Justin, like, this is the most fun I've had drawing a project, uh Jim, like this is the most fun I've had coloring a project. So I think everyone was actually very excited for the project, which made it read that much more. And it did feel like I mean I used to play in a bunch of really crappy punk made buns back band back in the day, and like it felt like oh we're piling into like our, our like friend's big SUV to go play the crappy church show or whatever. Like that's very much the energy we had like on the emails and chains and stuff. And I think it I think that it it came through on the final page like Thanks, Everyone totally was does. super stoked to be on it
1: yeah it totally does like like only somebody who understands the scene would like would produce a book like uh it was yeah
0: it was fun like we swapped like our favorite songs and stuff it was really it was like it's the most fun i've had doing pre-production for a book i've ever written like it was truly felt like we're all like gonna go play a really crappy punk show and make five bucks and like spend it all on pizza on the ride back.
1: is there is there a master spider punk playlist out there
0: there is Uh, i made an official spider punk playlist which you can just literally type in spider punk on um spotify but before besides that i had like one with like all my cuts on it it got to like 50 songs it was way too much for anyone to jazz. No, it not was too way much. too much like no uh, you know what people want i'll put out like my mixtape version like my unedited filtered version but like honestly like just swapping that back and forth with like the the writing the drawing team and like the editorial team was like so much fun and it felt like um it didn't feel like work in a weird way i feel like oh this is like we're all just like hanging out like making we're literally writing fan fiction only we're getting like the marvel stamp on it like that's how it felt when we were writing the book
1: i mean, the book opens with an iggy in the steam <laughs> quote
0: yeah, I mean, I truly wrote it for like what would make six year me very excited, and uh, putting in all my favorite references and like honestly, like when I got the design back for um, Taskmaster with like the the fiend from the Misfits, yeah. like I remember I stood ox. I stood up for my pump. I was like, Justin, you fucking did it! Like it was so cool. Like I was <laughs> so stoked. Like I, uh, it's it's fun. It's literally the most fun I've had getting a single page. is like getting that that double spread, and was like the most fun I've had so far. Uh, like working in comics.
1: We need we need Spider Punk like merchandise like we just need buttons yeah. with, with these characters yeah. like that Taskmaster yeah yeah Miss yeah get some else. patches to put on yes. the shirt. yeah 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 like like we need to make this happen how uh, do we how do who do I have to talk to at Marvel to make this happen you know what if
0: uh, whoever uh, whoever the marketing genius is at Marvel the merch genius please give me some Punk patches for hobby or for Taskmaster like I would love nothing more than to have like a, a Taskmaster patch on like my jacket like walk around or, like my like put on the buns, like a back, or like a big patch to put on the back. Like, please, I would love nothing more. Just do it for me. Please, please, we need it.
1: The Spider Band song. <laughs> Is that is that what I think it is like, uh, I think it may be what you think it is okay like, I just <laughs> want to make sure I want to make sure it's like what I think it is like and it's not like actually something even cooler
0: you know? <laughs> no well like you know I, I obviously I put so much work into writing that song you know the had to find the right word spider and band how do you make them work together uh no that was honestly like I was listening to like a lot of Ramones when I was writing this and I was like I don't think I can put in literally the spider-man theme like it's way too much but like this can be in, in universe like this is their spider-man version of that is just kamala singing spider-man yeah, yeah
1: yeah and also like some kid out there needs to start a band called oh, riot heart yes like, immediately
0: <laughs> like uh man i would i would truly love nothing more if i went on like if someone just sent me a link to some crappy soundcloud or they're like three-piece punk band named riot heart like i would love nothing more to that that would yes, be like a dream come true yeah
1: you're supposed to be plugging upcoming stuff oh yeah yes, 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 i'm yes, taking yes. up all your time about a book that just wrapped uh-huh, uh-huh. um but one more thing yeah hit me spider-punk sequel
0: I look, I was just talking to Spider Punk Leaves Home. Look, I would love nothing more than to do uh Spider Punk number two. Everyone in the book, like we were writing halfway through, like we want to do a sequel. So like uh I guess if the book sells well, we could do another one, but like I truly will love nothing more than to write Spider Punk for the rest of my life. Like it's the most fun I truly the most fun I've had writing uh anything comic book related up until this point.
1: Well, up until this point. Yeah. Because in December mm-hmm. You see what I did there? Nice. In December we have Miles Morales, Spider-Man number one.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's surreal. It's really crazy. Uh, I mean, I've told this story a thousand times, but like I remember 10 years ago, it may have been 11 at this point, but like when the first one, when Bendis first came with like Spider- ultimate Spider-Man number one, me and my roommates, we were in um, grad school at the time, and like, oh, wow, there's going to be like a black Spider-Man? Like we ran to the comic book shop and bought like the, I think they condensed like the first three issues into like one collectible thing. And I've had that bag and boarded literally above my work desk, every place I've lived for the past decade and like I have it even now in my apartment now like if you turn around you'll see it like next on like my side of my wall so like being like oh wow my goal then was like I would love nothing more than like to write miles and like write miles and like now I'm like oh wow I get to like do that like it's 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 really it's truly a dream come true and like uh I remember like the feeling that I had it when I was like 22 23 seeing like miles for the first time like wow this is what it feels like to see like yourself on page and like i i truly want nothing more than like another 12 year old kid to see that and like oh wow this is what it feels like and then 10 years later they write their thing and then like another kid sees it so it starts like this generational thing like you see yourself in in books and stuff and like it's it's so cool it's so surreal and like um one of the things that i loved most about miles that i think set him apart from from peter is that like from the jump like his parents are in on it like he's really like this mural bond where like his mom and dad are into it now his sister like they're all like into it together and like for me personally like growing up and, like you know a southern black family like family was there a lot and like they're really really helpful and like they really held me down like I love that aspect about miles and like seeing him play with his family like his family being so supportive it also be like all right you you skip class to go fight crime I'm still gonna ground you like I love that playfulness to it and like I'm just so so happy and blessed that I get to like play in that world for like a little bit and I hope people enjoy it as much as I have enjoyed it and I hope it resonates with people as much as resonated with me when i first found miles uh 10 11 years ago
1: but you're following up what is probably my favorite miles run yeah which is which is which did a lot yeah like it gave miles a clone saga yeah. yeah, yeah. like it did more multiverse stuff Uh and of course miles is kind of tied to that anyway Mm -hmm. so what is going to be the flavor of your you know of your miles book
0: it's gonna we're gonna reset a little bit and go back to a little bit more like street level guy because miles i think for me personally coming in miles is like i have clones now like i just met every flavor of me across the multiverse maybe i just want to like decompress and just deal with like my 10 block neighborhood like a little bit um i'm going to take him a little bit more street level also i'm going to introduce like a new mentor like um you know peter's dealing with his own thing as he often does right now so like i really personally thought it'd be really interesting and really formative to Miles to have like a black mentor so like we're bringing in some black black street level characters um particularly like Misty Knight's going to be like his mentor like for a little bit and like you know she's like an old hat she's been doing it for a very long time and like she like Miles is sort of carrying both worlds where like she's a detective but also she's like a black woman and she's also like a hero for hire and so like um it's really much going to be like her like navigating him and helping him find his space while he's also navigating this new world where he's like oh yeah there's a lot of me's out there and like how do I navigate and bring that here to where I'm working at right now.
1: I do love how Misty's been showing up a lot She's fun. She's
0: so cool. She's so cool. Like, she popped up in the Beyond stuff. I was like, I want to write her. Like, I I need to, like, take her. And, like, luckily Marvel's like, yeah, okay, you can have a two-hander with with Misty and Miles.
1: You know, the Captain America books are doing something really interesting with the dichotomy between Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers, right? Mm -hmm. Are you and Zeb kind of, like, you know, exchanging notes and just kind of, like, really setting the boundaries as far as like what the two tracks for these books are because like these are the two main Spidey books.
0: Now. Yeah. Um, and lucky that like Zeb was a good friend. He's the one that got me into comic books with Zeb. So like we're really close and like he was really, really excited when I, I got the Miles book. So like we definitely want, like we can't see too much, but like we definitely are like, I want to work in close together and like, the dream has always been like yeah writing she was so cool but now we get to like write spider-man together so like we definitely want to like cross-pollinate as much as we can without spoiling anything but yeah we're definitely talking and working together like i think we're really excited to make some stuff together
1: i've only seen the cover of the first issue Mm -hmm. but miles back in the classic costume he
0: is yes yes yes
1: isn't it crazy that miles has been around long enough yeah he's got a classic yeah it's crazy
0: it's like i feel so old it's like 10 years ago wasn't that long ago right like no he has like a classic (laughs) costume now
1: yeah Yeah. so so is that like is that the look now or are there other changes like uh that's
0: the look right now like uh i was a big fan of his his last costume so i think it'll be in the rotation but like i think part of the aspect of miles like going back to like his roots is like all right i want to start over again with what's familiar for me and like go back to being a friendly neighborhood spider man It's like part of that was getting back to his like classic costume and getting back to his roots
1: will we see the bumbler again (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, you will for real. <laughs> you will. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Okay.
0: <laughs> what can you tell us about Federico Vincintini? Uh, he is so good. I was just yelling about this. to I met him for the first time yesterday, and like, I get his art, and it gets such high production value that like, I'm like, oh, is this previz for like a movie? Uh, do you mean to see this for like a Marvel, like a Spider Man? previous like a film because this is like too good for what you're sending me like it's so good he loves doves he loves a john woo dove moment oh, when wow. like whenever miles is like flipping through the city like there's always some type of dove or pigeon anywhere in the background it's really cool and uh he seems to me like he's having like a lot of fun drawing this and like any, again like anytime i get art we back i'm like i think this is too good for what you're sending to me like i hope that you're sending this to the right person but uh, i think people are really going to be excited with the way that he does action and especially some of the smaller moments with just miles like talking with his parents and stuff it's some really beautiful stuff Bumbler MCU
1: design. You heard it here first. No, thank you, Zig. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. That is it for another episode of Marvel Standom Special Edition. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. We are Den of Geek US there. Yes, we're working to fix that. We're also on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Den of Geek TV. That's where... Well, frankly, YouTube and Twitch and Facebook are where you can catch all our upcoming live panel discussions about things like the best and worst of MCU phase four, our annual Christmas quiz and much, much more. We are also at Marvel Standom on Twitter and Instagram. Drop us a line there. Let us know your burning questions and what you want us to cover in upcoming episodes. We'll see what we can do for you. And don't forget, we also have a DC show. So check out DC Standem when you can on all major podcast platforms. Now, don't forget, you can check out past episodes on our YouTube page. And also, you know the drill, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you once again to Andrew Halley, the best producer in the multiverse. Thanks to Denegeek social media coordinator Lee Parham, who's not here right now. Get well soon, Lee. We miss you, buddy. And go follow our TikTok at TV. Lee does great work over there. Special shout out to Michael R., he makes the podcast version of this show all it can be. But well, most of all, thank you all for watching, listening, following, and subscribing. This has been Marvel Standham on the Denegeek Network. Until next time, remember, folks. We stand together!